Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Paul Van Hosen called me with a really interesting question at one point. He said, what is needed in prayer? Is it enough for me to simply meditate, right? We think about the scripture, like, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Or do I need to actually speak some of these things out loud in order for the prayers to be most efficacious? And it's an interesting question, and I don't necessarily have a definitive answer. I would say definitely still in process around this one myself. But uh, there is a scripture that talks about how the Lord knows the thoughts of man, but uh, and then by, I guess you could say by process of elimination, I think there is, there either is another scripture or you just kind of understand that the, the thoughts of man are not known to the enemy. He is not reading your mind. Uh, I suspect he could probably read your facial expressions. <laughs> He's not going to be less intelligent than the people around you, but the, uh, the Lord is the only one who knows our hearts. And so from a prayer standpoint, I think there are certain things that we need to actually say aloud in order for both other people and the spirit realm to know what we're talking about. I remember uh, hearing a story by Donna De Silva who came, uh, who teaches on the Sozo method of healing prayer and how there was a healing or they were doing healing prayer with an individual who was just an incredibly rage-filled person. And the the people who were trying to do the healing prayer were kind of dropping like flies. <laughs> and, uh, and so Donna walked into the room and could feel the, the anger, the spirit of anger there. And so she said very softly under her breath, but still said it aloud, something like, I see you, spirit of anger, and refuse to partner with you. Go to Jesus. And instantly the room whew, was cleaned of that presence and everybody kind of recentered and things were better then. But that need to be able to say it aloud, and it didn't have to be aloud like, oh, you are a horrible person, <laughs> or like, come out, you foul pest. It was just very soft and under the breath. I suspect that the woman who was dealing with this, who was uh, filled with this angry spirit, probably didn't even hear it. And yet the spirit did. So uh, I also usually try to pray in tongues out loud because I'm like, it is called tongues. So every once in a while, I'll just kind of move my lips and make no sound. But I usually try to do at least... A very, even very soft um, sound when I'm praying. But then there is the question of can you just meditate or do you need to speak? And this is a question that, as I said, I'm still in flux about this. So when I went to the Ken Fish Fusion Conference, one of the things that uh, Putty Putnam talked about, who is a PhD physicist, a uh, theoretical physicist, he had this really interesting comment where he said, when you look at the scriptures, it is full, obviously, of the glory of the Lord. 
and there are miracles and signs and wonders. But are there any places that you would think are kind of examples of high watermarks of an intensity of the move of the Lord? And he said, I can think of two. And once you frame it like that, it's like, oh, right, the resurrection and the creation stories. These are going to be those those moments where, yes, opening the eyes of a servant in order to see the cha- the flaming chariots of fire, that is beautiful and miraculous, but that's not on the same level as the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead or the creation account. And then, as Putty pointed out, the the resurrection story, we have maybe a few little details, but it's really mostly off screen. Whereas the creation account is explained in detail. How did this happen? How did it come to be? And so I appreciate this question or this line of thinking because he said, when you look at the scriptures, what it says is that the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then God said, let there be light. And so when we look at this, we have the spirit, uh, so one part of the Godhead, God said, and so then if you think about Jesus as the word, the word goes forth, and this picture of God saying, and the word going forth, and maybe meeting with the spirit that was hovering, that there's, uh, we kind of need to not overlook the spirit and imagine like, oh, it's just Jesus, the word going forth <laughs> um, out of the Lord's mouth, like lightning or something. Well, maybe, but this Jesus and the spirit were both integrally involved. And so there is a question then, when we look at the scriptures, if we are wanting to be creative like the Lord, is there something needful in the words that we use? And I don't know the answer to this entirely, but I suspect that speaking prophetically is actually important in that regard, that uh, words actually do need to come forth. So I don't know, though, in terms of all of the different aspects. I know um, Paul gave a report of how Sometimes he'll be sitting in church and see somebody coming toward the pastor who is not carrying a clean presence. And uh, and so he won't audibly, but he will just say like, oh no, you're not allowed here. Turn around and go away. Which is interesting that the person will. So that might actually blow up my theory that you're supposed to um, actually say things aloud. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if that is more like Paul is saying it, the Lord hears it, the Lord dispatches angels. So there's maybe a little bit more of a telephone aspect happening. This is all pretty theoretical. I'm just saying it's, uh, it's a mystery. So I'm, I would be delighted to understand this at a deeper level, but that is about what I have at the moment that I think our, our thoughts obviously matter. What we meditate on matters. And then the words of our mouths matter as well. Yeah, so Lord, thank you for all of the ways that you teach us how to engage with you. We ask that we would be willing learners, that we would hear your words well, and that we would take action as appropriate. <laughs> 
whether in our thoughts or in our words or in our deeds. So thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.